900 yards and seven touchdowns as a rookie. 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns in his second season. Can DK Metcalf get even better in year three? Let's talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer, joined by Jacob Gibbs. Uh, Gibbs. Oh, I got your name wrong. Jacob Gibbs. That's the only thing I'm going to get wrong here, Jacob, because we're going to learn a lot about DK Metcalf, a lot about him and his targets per route run, which you always talk about, the improvements that we saw. But let, why don't you kick it off with what you saw in targets per route run? It's a big stat for you. And what did you see with Metcalf? Yeah, so with Metcalf, we've seen, um, if you look at his targets per route run, we've seen improvement um, year over year from year one to year two. But even last year, as the year went on, if you look week by week, uh, there was clear improvement form um, throughout the year. I think he's really just now coming into his own as a wide receiver one. And I think the uh, per route run rates kind of bear that out. Um, so last year, he was only 48th in targets per route run rate. He was really one of the biggest examples of an outlier in terms of not having a per route run rate that was very high and still finishing as the wide receiver seven. Um, that's pretty uncalled for. But I think it just points to how high his ceiling really could be um, if the late season per route run rates that we saw from him are sustainable. Right, so um, he got better along the way. Right, for sure. So his target per route run rate wasn't above 17% in any of the first four games of the season. Um, but after that point, he had a 21% rate. Um, and then he really, really closed the season strong. From week 12 on, his target per run rate was at 23%, and he only dipped below 20% in one of those six games. So we, we saw at the beginning of the year, he couldn't even get up to 20. And then in the last six games and in the playoff game, he was above 20% almost every single time. Um, so it's exciting to see that consistency. And then I think also what's exciting is that we saw some real spike weeks from him. We saw some like alpha wide receiver one type of weeks, which is uh, something we definitely didn't see from as a rookie. Right, right. So that's one thing we wanted to focus on here because, you know, you, looking at his career progression, what changes did you see from Metcalf from year one to year two? Year one was great. Like I said, 900 yards and seven touchdowns, but year two was top seven. Exactly. Year two, I think, kind of gave us a glimmer of hope that maybe he really can be a wide receiver one in terms of a target low, which it, given how efficient he's been with his targets, that would be insane. But um, as a rookie, his highest single game target per route run rate was 24%. Um, but in year two, he had four games above 25%, including massive spike weeks at 43%, 37%, 32%. Those are, I mean, the 43% is one of the highest of anybody in any game last year. Um, so we saw Russell Wilson kind of, you know, keep going back to him in these games where he had, it seemed like he'd earned his trust a little bit more where he just like knew that they couldn't stop him and he just would keep going back to him over and over. We really didn't see that at all in year one. So who does he remind you of at this stage in his career? It's hard to find yeah. uh, a guy his size, his speed, running down defensive backs, but is there a, a historical comp? It's it's really hard to find a comparison for him because he's obviously a freak. But just looking at you know the analytics, I think the best statistical comparison is Tyreek Hill. Uh, so we've got you know two true unicorns here. So, of course, they're the ones that compare the closest to each other. Um, so just if you look at targets per run again, Hill had a 20% rate in uh, his second year as a pro, which is nearly identical to Metcalf's. It was 19.7 last year. And then that rose to 22% in year three and then 25% year four. I think we could see a similar type of you know trajectory from Metcalf. Um, and just for reference, if he would have had a 22% rate last year, um, this is kind of a dubious extrapolation, but if you give his fantasy points per target, that would have been an extra you know 15 targets and would have had him at wide receiver three instead of wide receiver seven. Um, and then if you look at their dot average route depth, it's very, very similar as well. Um, so I think it's, I don't ever want to compare anybody to Tyreek Hill because he's in his own league in terms of efficiency. 
But if there is anyone who you're going to compare Metcalf to and try to, you know, map out where his career might be going um, in terms of his ability to draw targets and air yards, I think it is Tyreek. All right, let me give you a quick, quick concern here with Metcalf, the new offensive coordinator and a desire to get the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands more quickly. They've talked about that. He's tired of getting hit. He's tired of getting sacked. So I know he wants to throow a lot, but this is a guy who had a 13 A dot last year and and Lockett was 9.7 yards a dot. So is Metcalf, do you think, in danger of being a bad fit? It's actually 13.7 for Metcalf last year, 13 mm-hmm. as a rookie. Do you think he's potentially a bad fit for a new offense that wants to get the ball out of Wilson's hands more quickly? I think it's it's worth considering. Yeah, I think it's a it's a viable note to bring up. Um, but I also think we're going to see, I would expect to see his a dot drop. Um, we've kind of seen this with the guy we'll talk about on tomorrow's episode, Terry McLaurin. Um, a lot of receivers early in their career, especially when they're young, their their route trees develop and they don't run quite as many downfield routes. I think we could see that where he still fits in their system, but I still do think it is a viable concern to have for sure. All right. So to sum it up, you know, a guy who actually was second on his team in targets last year, but has the potential for more this year, has the potential to really become that alpha guy and, and put some space between him and Tyler Lockett in terms of targets. Thank you, Jacob Gibbs. Make sure you read his profiles on Sportsline. Sportsline, incredible information. So check it out, sportsline.com. And uh, it is a subscription service, but it's very inexpensive, and it pays for itself with the gambling and the fantasy advice. Back tomorrow to talk Terry McLaurin on FFT and 5.